Hello there. Pizza like to welcome you to Banter on Bespin. So uncivilized. Excuse me. Enjoy the show. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Banter on Bespin here on your favorite podcast station. Man. What a freaking episode. I text you immediately after, because I typically watch it before you. I said, uh, well, wow. And then I believe I sent you something along the lines of whatever your expectations were, raise them. Yeah, so I go into the episode thinking, ah, Andy's gotten my hopes up. There's no way this lives up. About 15 minutes in, I text you and say, man, you were right. And uh, you say, oh, you're not there yet. About 10 more minutes in, I say, <laughs> holy crap, you were right. You say, oh, you're not there yet. <laughs> About two more times, the same thing happens. And finally, I, I just shit my pants because I was there. Yeah. You, the whole episode, I was thinking, I don't think the ending shot mm-hmm. could top any of what we've seen. Right. And... uh and somehow the ending shot. Well, for me, I would say that was moment number two. Uh, I got you. I nothing, got you. Nothing is going to top a stranger who comes from the desert, if you know what I'm saying. I thought that was the ending shot. Was that not the ending shot? No, the ending shot was Luke telling little baby Grogu. Uh, That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so yeah, even even after a stranger from the desert was uh, our favorite cantina and mommy milkers being blown up. Oh man, I mean, rest in peace. This spoiler alert. If you're not spoiler alert, folks, we probably put that in the title, but yeah, but dang man, we'll get to there. But I it didn't hit me because everything else happened in this episode that I was just chewing on for a solid yes. four hours. Yeah. And then I got to that point and I said, well, dang, mm-hmm. there's two people that I hope survived out of that. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to, but like I said, we'll get there uh, beforehand though. There was a couple um, really exciting announcements mm-hmm. um, and some star Wars news that broke the past couple of days. I don't yeah. know if you've seen or not. Um, one of them definitely pertains uh, to you. And uh, Star Wars and Marvel announced, I believe, May 10th or in the first part of May. Yeah. Um, we're getting an Obi-Wan comic series. I did see that. Yes. And along with that, we also got confirmation that the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus show mm-hmm. will start airing in May as well. And I have to assume it's going to start on May 4th. Uh, if it's going to be in May, I think from what I remember, the schedule for Moon Knight kind of ends, right? Like if they do two episodes on week one, then it would end the week before May 4th. Did, have they done two episodes for every Marvel show starting off? Uh, I don't know if they have for every show, but like I don't know why you wouldn't want kenobi to start on star wars day with just the uh, like the free press you're gonna get right and i mean i don't get why they just didn't keep the star wars releases on friday yeah or keep them on wednesday and then move the marvel releases to friday well you want to 
a lot of Marvel fans are also Star Wars fans. Yeah. You don't you don't want people to cancel when there's no content coming out. So it's just a matter of spacing it as much as you possibly can. That's true. That's true. But anyway, yeah, that those are the two biggest pieces of news. And we finally got a release date. I don't know if we talked about this last week. Yeah, we but, did. Uh, we did. Was it yeah. April 5th? For Lego Star Wars, yes. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen like the, it was like a five minute trailer where it mm-hmm. breaks down yeah. the game and the gameplay with like the open world and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, dang. I mean, I forgot about the game. We might have waited 13 years for it to come out, but. Right, like, like old uh, Rose from Titanic. It's been eighty-four years, but hey, it's worth it. Yeah, it is worth it. Yeah, but um, that's that's all uh, the biggest news I saw from this mm-hmm. week. Um, I think the biggest news is just this episode. Yeah, this this that. episode definitely drove all of Star Wars Twitter. Drove this episode all is going to drive the next like three to four years of star wars tv shows possibly movies even like yeah 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 um if we ever get a max rebo series i mean we can see what happens to him well we he's dead so. no i didn't see his body it's That's the old fair. it's the old cause of you didn't see old mommy milkers and old max rebo max rebo is going to come back with uh, eight mechanical spider legs next episode <sighs> doc rebo Yes. It's going to be him. <laughs> He's going to be the last muscle that Boba and Fennec hire. Yes. To get a. So, Andy, but, I've got to be honest. I watched this episode three times now. Uh, I've watched it three as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still as speechless still as before. Yeah. Still speechless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I get, let's just get right into it and just talk about it. Um mm-hmm. So it uh, it starts off, and we do get Boba Fett. No, no, we get Boba Fett in like the. It's like in the middle, isn't it? The intro, we don't get. Yeah, in the middle, the episode we start in the desert. Oh, in the I, desert again, of Tatooine. Man, that's the thing with this episode. Yeah. Like, you think about the big things, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Well, no, it started off like this, and that was a huge thing that started off like that." We start in the deserts of Tatooine with uh, the camera panning on probably four or five pikes uh, yeah. with a couple of speeders. They are like exchanging credits for this chest. And then we see Cobb Vance, the sheriff, has come to town. And he tells them like they have crossed from Moss Espa into, is it Moss Palgo? Is that his? Yeah, territory? Moss Palgo is where. Yeah. Uh yeah where the marshal is yeah he basically tells him like if you pack your stuff up and go back where you came from we'll pretend you never we'll pretend you just got lost on the map and tells yeah the the syndicate is not welcome in most pelgo and that's when they start to try to draw on him he straight up just bodies three of them there's one left yeah left and he tells the pike to send his bosses a message that if any more pikes get lost in Mos Pelgo, then uh, they will be lost permanently, I believe were his words. What did he tell the poor feller there? Uh, he like was reaching for a gun, scrambling for a gun. You can tell these pikes were not yeah. very, um, they were definitely just the mules of this drug I operation. He, I believe he looks at him and he says, I can tell you're the intelligent one. Take your boss as a message. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells him to think it through or something when he's and like then, looking for a gun. 
And then he tells him to leave the chest, and the pike says, uh, this chest is worth more than your whole town. And Cobb Vance says, uh, I guess I can retire then. Yeah, <laughs> man, he is so freaking cool. Timothy yeah. Oliphant yeah. as a, as Cat, um, Cobb Vance. Wow, Cobb Vance. I yeah. was getting ahead of myself there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, dang, he is just so – he's so, like – yeah. I thought Din was the coolest guy in the galaxy. I mean, Cobb Vanth is. We just mentioned we thought he was cool, but then he opens the chest, sees it's enough spice that literally he could sell it and buy a whole new town, and he just kicks it over, just lets yeah. it blow and away it just, in the desert. Yeah, and I gotta say, um, I don't know if they ripped it from Dune, uh-huh. but I love the way that spice looks in Dune and in Star Wars. It just well, looks like I glitter. A more generic term in Star Wars. It's. It just refers to like just hard, drugs hard as a drugs, whole, basically. Yeah. 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 Where in Dune, spice is like a specific yeah. compound mineral. Something they specifically mine for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love the way it looked when it was blown away. It looks wizard. In the desert. It looks wizard. Yeah. It's this whole episode was wizard. Yeah. Um, and then we get the. From the desert. Chapter five. Dune. We immediately um, cut to what you and I predicted we would not see until season three of The Mandalorian, but I guess we kind of are in season three of The Mandalorian. So it's yeah. Din Djarin flying to to Luke Skywalker and Grogu. Yeah, so forget, you know, if you didn't listen to last week's episode of us, that yeah. just don't listen to it because it's yeah. completely rendered obsolete. And yeah. uh, it just crushed us within the first three minutes. It said, F those guys. They have no idea what they're talking about, yep. which is a common theme. But mm-hmm. yeah, we said, you know, I don't think we're going to get Den meeting Grogu. I think, you know. We thought we'd we, get a, an episode of Boba storyline and then Den would show up at the end to like prepare for the final battle. Yeah. And then we find out what happened when Den went and saw Grogu in yep. Mandalorian season three. But Dave Filoni and John Favreau said, Nah, you're going to find out within the first, like, five minutes. Let's be fair. Dave Filoni said this was this episode has Dave Filoni written all over it. Oh, man. And he did a great, just a freaking great. Whenever you see he's mm-hmm. on tab for writing an episode, yeah, you just better freaking buckle up and just yeah. hold on extremely tight because yeah. you're going to get. Just like go in your brain and think, who are some of my favorite characters that I haven't seen in a while or that I've never seen in live action? And think, ah, I just better prepare myself for that. Cause- exactly. Um, so, yeah, we see Din flying down and uh, he is greeted by this is like the first jaw dropping moment of the episode. Well, yeah. second, because I wasn't expecting Cobb Banth. Right. Um, I see R2-D2 meets yeah. Din Djarin. I'm like, oh, okay, so we are doing this. Yeah. We're just full on, just, okay, that's okay. I'll I'll go on this ride you're taking me on. Yep. And he asks for a, I'm looking for Skywalker. This, he continues to be yeah. the most clueless guy in the whole galaxy, and I love and it. He, I believe someone on Twitter, uh, they, they captioned, Din saying droid to R2-D2 and it was it was titled like uh, moment number 1000 where Din has no clue he's in Star Wars. Yeah, just no <laughs> idea who R2-D2 is, yeah. which I mean, makes sense because uh-huh. like for the rest of the galaxy, yeah. you're not going to know he's, you know he's an R2 unit, yeah, but. for sure. Um, yeah, he says I'm looking for Skywalker and then he says 
the boy Grogu, and it just sounds so weird. Anyone yeah, he's like so Grogu. unsure of himself. He's yeah. like, can you even understand what I'm yeah. saying right now? <laughs> um, and then we get these really cool droids that I don't think we've seen before. They're called ant droids. Which ant droids. And well, that makes sense because yeah. they look exactly like ants and they are building a temple. They're building the school. temple. Like the, the temple. We're talking the last Jedi flashback. I was going to say, do we know it's that temple for sure? It looked like it, but yeah, I didn't know if. Yeah, if you compare scenes, it is that temple. Okay. So, yeah, they're building the first Jedi temple under Master Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and then out of nowhere, uh, they start building a bench for Din. And he's just like. A bench? How long am bench? I going to be here? How long am I going <laughs> to be waiting? And so he just sits down. R2, R2 just shuts off and that, yeah, has no does. choice but to just sit there and wait. Yeah, he just uh, shuts off like we see him in The Force Awakens, just mm -hmm. completely, just like comatose. It's nice to see that that's just his go-to move after the original trilogy. Like, You know, that's not a bad idea. He's like, you know what? I've been seeing yeah. so much crap. I, if I don't see it, I don't care. So next, he just shuts next time it. You just, you're talking to someone and you don't want to or someone's annoying you, just shut down. Just. I mean, that's already what I do, so I can already respect that. Yeah, That's a very respectable move. Um, and then we, the camera starts to pan. It does like a, a wipe. Like, yeah, a classic Star Wars wipe. Yep, and we, uh, we are suddenly on Luke Skywalker and Grogu. Like, I think first we see Grogu, and he's just kind of meditating, trying to feel the Force, and then the camera pans over to... Literally 1983, Mark Hamill, Luke yeah. Skywalker. Yeah, like, they went they went back in time. Um, I'm going to have to, if I ever see Mark Hamill, I'm going to say, so how was the time traveling experience? I mean, yeah. that just seems really unique. Mm -hmm. um, I, I couldn't, my mind was blown during this scene for yeah, multiple yeah. reasons. I mean, one, we get Grogu. Training with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's, first trying, of all, he's trying to meditate and uh, Frog hops by and he does his darndest. He ignores it for a second, but then that little eye opens and he just starts to use the force. To, he just can't help it. He just the wants poor, to gobble up that frog, man. But The poor gets, boy loves his frogs. He, he can't. Gets just above his mouth and Luke opens his eyes and he's like, Grogu. And he drops it like a little kid who knows he's doing something wrong. Ah, that was great. But I couldn't believe that. And then I couldn't believe the the CGI of mm -hmm. Luke Skywalker. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure they've hired a they hired a YouTuber mm -hmm. um who did deep fakes. Yeah. And I forget what his name is. Um, but he's done wonderful deep fakes. And man from what I have read in season two of Mando, they they replaced the stand-ins like eyes mouth nose everything and that's why it kind of looked a little funky but in this episode instead of replacing all of that they just put like mark hamill's eyes onto him yeah like, they, they do have a very similar face shape so yeah we're, we're just seeing mark hamill's eyes and then the rest of the face is still like that stand-in actor who was the one of the rebellion pilots in last yeah. episode. 
Okay, that makes sense because I was talking to my buddy Cliff uh-huh. and I was saying, you know, at the Mandalorian season two finale, like it was Luke CGI, uh-huh. like threw me off a little bit. Just a little, yeah. It it wasn't distracting. Like it wasn't taking me out of the moment. If you look on Twitter, it's the worst cinematic moment ever because people are overreacting. But I think it, it definitely was wasn't that. But man, I was distracted by this one because it was so dang good. Like yeah, the only, it, and it's stupid to even gripe because it was so good. But like the voice is still a little lackluster. There's it's hard to capture any real emotion with yeah. The, the voice they're doing right now but but i just like i could not freaking like i had to go back and watch that scene numerous times for the dialogue because i was just staring at it i said i cannot believe yeah what i'm witnessing this is literally 1983 mark hamill mm-hmm. um and so we get yeah luke then brings up like 15 frogs with the force and grogu is like oh Oh, yeah. so you can do that, and then Luke just drops him, and he yeah. says, "Like, look, you can't, you can't be distracted." It's his way of saying, "Like, put in the effort now, and one day, you can do a lot more than get one frog for yourself." Exactly. It's like when you can finally snatch one twenty-five, and then you see your coach snatch snatching two sixty, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, one day. one day, one day." Yeah. Um, and then so, I'm you know, just amazed that we're getting like Luke training Grogu. I'm like, okay, this is freaking cool. This is really neat. Mm -hmm. And then we cut back to Den and he's just like taking a nap. Yeah. He's, he's like just laying down on the bench, taking a nap. R2 is still like comatose. He's shut off. Den's just probably thinking. Den Den jars awake and like draws his right, his pistol real quick. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So he sees Luke. Nope. No, we don't get Luke. No, we get Ahsoka Tano just standing there. And my mind is blown again because I'm like, well, I wasn't expecting her. And then my mind starts racing like, okay, I need to see Ahsoka and Luke together now. Mm -hmm. I need to see them immediately. Yeah. And so Den is asking where Grogu is and Skywalker. And she's reminding him. It's for his own good if you don't see him. Like, yeah, he like needs to learn. She says it's like Luke's choice to train Grogu. That's like she didn't train Grogu, but it's Luke's choice. And she tells yeah. Din says, "Well, it's my choice to go see him." And she says, "Okay, be my guest." But then, as he starts to walk away, she says, "Why though? Is it for you? Or is it for Grogu?" And you can tell Din has a realization. He's like, ah, shit. Yeah, I just want to see the kid. But, like, yeah. also, I have this armor. It's his right because he's a foundling. And yeah. uh, Ahsoka says, is he not a Padawan now or something along those lines? Yeah. And yeah. Din responds with, either way, he should have this for protection. And that's when Ahsoka says, well, let me give it to him. Yeah. And, I mean, not only is just the the visual aspect of this whole show of just seeing everything every character you freaking love being in one scene together the dialogue is very very good very well done and like then even says like wait a minute you wouldn't train the kid Mm -hmm. so why are you okay with skywalker training the kid Mm -hmm. and as you said that's when she said well that was his choice like this is his temple like Mm -hmm. i'm not so i don't really know what like ahsoka's role with luke is yet 
Um, um, I I would say just kind of more of like a she's more focused on something else, which I'm sure we're going to see in the Ahsoka series. Yeah. And Luke, later on, Luke asks if he'll see her again, and she says perhaps. So yeah. So I don't know if it's more of like a mentor role, mm-hmm. um, because Ahsoka is quite a few years older than Luke. My guess is at this point, Ahsoka learns that Anakin Skywalker's son is now the one who saved the world, and she just wants to see Anakin's yeah. son. That's that's my best get. Like, obviously, she's only actually here so we can see Ahsoka. She's only actually here for fans. Right, right. But right. if you're going to justify it, my guess would be they would just say she just came to introduce herself to actually meet Anakin's son because that's a big, deep and emotional connection to her past. Yeah. And like you said, I don't think there really needs to be any justification <laughs> like for her being in this episode. Like, did she need to be in this episode Probably not. Well, but, I mean, someone had to. Someone probably had to be the barrier between Din and Luke, because because Luke knew he was there the whole time. They didn't want a moment where Mando and Luke are like arguing. They didn't want that tension because Luke wouldn't have just said, "Okay, I'll give it to him." Right. And Luke wouldn't ha- also couldn't get away from Grogu. Like he wasn't right. going to leave him alone. So, and they still need to keep Din and Grogu separate. Yeah. For the time being. So this is the moment where Mando just leaves. He agrees and gives Ahsoka the armor and yep. he leaves. And that's when we get we get some more Jedi training. <sighs> Man, this was this made me really emotional. Yeah. Just sh- almost shot by shot. Mm-hmm. Luke has Grogu in a little backpack. Now run, and- run, run. I can be your backpack while you run. Um, but shot for shot, it is mm-hmm. almost exactly like Luke training with Yoda on Dagobah. Yeah. Luke does the same purpose, flip, yeah, and he's just taking Grogu along for the ride. <laughs> yep, and then he sets him down. And this, this was one of two parts that made me really mad at mm-hmm. Luke. In the episode, <laughs> he he takes out uh, was the this tra- before before this happens. Didn't we get Grogu's childhood, his past? Yes, very important. Yeah, okay, three moments that made me really yeah. mad at Luke. Yeah, three moments that made me really mad at Luke. So, Din is uh, or it's Luke mm-hmm. is basically asking Grogu if he remembers, yeah, um, like his home where he's from. And he says, uh, you remind me a lot of someone I used to know. They yeah. always told me uh, size matters not. They used to talk in riddles like that. And then he says, uh, do you remember anyone back home talking like that? And obviously Grogu doesn't really say anything. And then he says, uh, do you remember your, your home? Do you remember where you came from or whatever? And then he says, do you want to remember? So I know you're mad at Luke, but I have to imagine Grogu told him through the Force that he would like to remember. I get that, but like, I'm also not going to pretend that like Luke didn't know what he was going to remember. No, you, I mean, we've all speculated that he comes from the Jedi Temple, but there is a chance that Grogu, there's there's a chance that Grogu just came from like 
wherever little Yoda infants come from, you know? Right, right. So he uh, unlocks his memory, and we do uh, get the flashback of Grogu watching Order 66 happening in the temple. Was it three Jedi were just shot yeah. down by the clones? And that's when we come back to the present. And that leads me to a new segment that I would like to introduce, Andy. Oh, okay. okay. This is called Theory Time with Banter on Bespin, baby. So I am saying the Empire captures Grogu in the temple during Order 66. We, the first time we see Grogu in Episode 1 of The Mandalorian, he is just in this warehouse. Like, we don't know how he got there. So I'm going to say Grogu was captured by the Empire and used for whatever, like, Palpatine obviously had plans for him. I think that's why, like, Moff Gideon and the Empire knows about him in the first place, because there is just a point where someone saves Grogu from the Empire. Okay, so you're not thinking someone necessarily saved him at the temple. Someone went and rescued him from the Empire. Okay. That leads me to the real crux of this theory, Andy. Okay. At the end of a certain video game, named Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. We learn of a Jedi named Cal Kestis who has plans to find children with Force abilities and kind of lead them down a good path. I ask you, what would sell a sequel better than Grogu being like the main plot of the next game? Being Grogu being a playable character, nothing no, would sell no, more than I'm that. I'm saying, I'm saying, at the end of Fallen Order, you face off with Darth Vader, you escape, you have no chance of actually fighting him off. I'm going to predict that uh, the Emperor and Darth Vader have Grogu locked away somewhere, and the main point of Fallen Order is getting us to that place, and we're going to rescue Grogu. <sighs> Man, rescue Grogu, and that's just kind of where the game's going to end off. Can you imagine if, like, so, like, the whole game you're like trying to get to him and everything, and then you finally get there, Mm -hmm. and then you like, I don't know how this would happen, but like, like, it's almost like an end of Rogue One scenario, yeah, where like you're battered and torn. All you have to do is hit the escape pod button and Grogu's mm-hmm. out to safety. I 10 years ago with Lucas owning Star Wars, no, I would never think this would actually happen. Yeah. Dave Filoni's in charge, motherfucker. Yeah. Why, you know he played he's played through Fallen Order four times. He's read every comic book that he has did. played Fallen Order with every lightsaber part combination yeah. there is. I I really, I'm not saying this is for sure going to happen, but I would not be surprised if that's just like how this all connects. He connected all three eras in the last two episodes. He He definitely did. I think he's going to start connecting other places too. And if you tell EA, you tell Disney to put Grogu in a video game, like that's just printing money. Who wouldn't buy it? Yeah, who wouldn't buy it? Even if you didn't play the first game, all they have to do is put Grogu in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I'm glad you came up with this segment because there was a theory that it's not mine. Uh I saw it, but I wanted to talk about it with you because I thought it was interesting, but I don't think it quite (laughs) lines up. Uh Um, And this comes from uh, guys over there at Children of the Watch, uh, the Star Wars podcast. Um, You guys haven't listened to them. They are what I aspire to be. (laughs) <laughs> one day. um they are fantastic they um, break down episodes like piece by piece bit by bit uh they yeah. know their they know their stuff unlike and that. their speculation goes rampant and yeah. it's wonderful um and i i don't think this was theirs either but they passed it along cuz a listener mm-hmm. of theirs shared it yeah but he was wondering if maybe um grogu does get rescued at the jedi temple uh-huh. but it is not from a jedi uh-huh. Maybe a wandering around lost and confused young man in clone arbor who blends in identically with clones. Are you saying Boba Fett rescues Grogu? They're saying maybe Boba Fett rescues Grogu. Maybe that's the reason we haven't seen the two of them in the same place. Well, and I didn't we though? Didn't we see them in Mandalorian season two on a Tython? When, but wasn't Grogu like Grogu was meditating during that point? Force. He was reaching he was, out to a Jedi to Luke. He he was. That's right. So Boba's never seen him. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm more on board with this theory than I was before, and that would also really tie in. Uh-huh. Why we're getting all this stuff in the book of Boba Fett, if to Boba fair, Fett... That also ties into my theory, because yeah. Boba Fett goes on to work for the Empire. Maybe he captured him for the Empire. Oh my goodness, why man. Else, why else would Grogu just straight up block out the memories of his childhood, unless he was like traumatized in some way? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Someone what? else blocked out his memories for him. Yeah. I was going to, what he saw, like probably three buddies of his just die right in front of his hands or face. But like, is that enough to just say, okay, I'm forgetting all my force abilities. I'm forgetting the ability to really even walk or jump or anything like. No, probably not. Probably not. So yeah, that's, that's very, I forgot that. Yeah. Grogu was up there reaching out to Luke yeah. uh, at the temple on Tython, and so mm-hmm. Boba didn't get a chance to see him. So that theory could still possibly be in play. I don't know if I'm completely so sold next, on so it. So next but... episode, when Grogu just comes down, descending with Yoda's lightsaber in one hand and his little mithril armor in the other, like, oh, in yeah. his body, and uh, Boba Fett's just riding on his rancor, uh, and they like have a little hug it out moment because they're like, yeah. "Hey, man, I remember you. You rescued me." Or Grogu just straight up like force throws his lightsaber and kills Boba because he just totally hates him. Tortured him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, honestly, after the past two episodes, I'm almost expecting that to happen. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, you and I have speculated that Boba could die. So let's just theorize some more. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say Grogu does come down. We do find out that Boba is the one who took him, took him to the Empire, took him to whoever. And uh, he tells Din. So Din immediately obviously gets angry and he just grabs the Darksaber to face off against Boba. And. uh, Oh. 
we have that duel for like the dark saber somehow boba wins boba beats din that's when grogu steps out from behind the shadow like din doesn't die he just is defeated yeah yeah grogu steps out from the shadows he challenges boba little baby grogu wins the dark saber and is mandalore oh man if you imagine like the look on boba's face if like he's fighting <laughs> off he's like in a duel with a certain someone else yeah that we see later on in the episode which mm-hmm. for sure we're getting if we don't get that yeah. next week we better get the conclusion of that yeah um and then he turns around and he sees Din just igniting the dark saber and he's like what mm-hmm. oh man we've, that uh, just... we've, we've re- passed the point where i actually think this is going to happen i kind of actually think my cal kestis theory is plausible I don't actually believe what we're talking about now, but it would still be really cool. It, well, again, after the past two weeks, I don't think yeah. a ton of stuff is out of the question. Nothing, like, no character popping up is out of the question. Nothing is really off the table. I did hear a rumor, though, of a pretty big cameo we will get next week. Ooh. Do you want to hear the scoop of it? Sure, let's go. I heard we might get the legendary cameo of Boba Fett in next week's episode we're not sure yet we're not positive we got a cameo this week so hopefully we'll get another one next but it's rumored he might be in it again which would be pretty cool that would be pretty cool but so yeah um thank you for introducing that segment we need to make that a weekly thing that's pretty fun even if it's not weekly just on episodes like this where there there is a lot like there's a lot pertaining to the future of star wars yeah and I guess, I guess we can bring the segment back during the last scene because I do kind of have a theory or an idea on that as well. Okay. Um, but so yeah, we get uh, we get Grogu remembering Order sixty six. Um, yeah. Another live action adaptation of Order sixty six with the five hundred first Legion, and mm-hmm. they just look so great again. Yeah. Um, and so Luke pulls out the. Uh, um, like the training droid that shoots like the lasers. At. Mm-hmm. And he says, all right, this is to like help test your reflexes. Yep. And he and sits it down. Roll, rolls it like a dog would roll like a soccer ball or something. Yeah. He sets it down like three feet away from Grogu and it just blasts Grogu and Grogu goes flying. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was My like, my wife was watching. She said, I swear if that shoots him, I'm not watching it. And I'm it like, shoots him. I'm like, all right, you dickhead. You didn't have to. <laughs> to my amazement, it did not shoot him again because Grogu just pulls like the sickest backflip out of his pocket. Yeah. He just starts flipping and then um well Luke tells him to jump and he does yeah. like the little like gallop thing and Luke says, Come on, is that all you got? And then he yeah. starts doing these flips and mm-hmm. You see him like training acrobatically. It's freaking wonderful, man. It's so cool to see him like see Grogu like use the force in yeah. real ways. Um, and so we get a little training montage with Luke and Grogu. And while Gro- while Luke is watching Grogu train, out from behind Luke comes Ahsoka. Yeah. And Luke asks her, he says, I noticed the Mandalorian left Mm -hmm. and he says, 
he's like asked her did did he want to see Grogu and she mm-hmm. said yes he wanted to give him this yep. and she pulled out the armor uh-huh. that and made for Grogu and um Luke says something about like Grogu's training of like he's not getting it like he just well, like Ahsoka sees him doing the the sick like backflips and stuff and she says you're making a lot of progress and Luke says it's more like He's remembering that I'm actually teaching him. Yeah. And then, and then says, like but he said, stopped yeah. or something. Luke basically tells Ahsoka, like, his heart's not in it. He, it doesn't seem like he actually wants to do yeah. it. And then Ahsoka pulls out the line of the century. Uh, You're just like your father. You're so much like your father. With a smile on her face and Luke, like, smirks back at her and Gosh, oh man, I couldn't freaking handle that. That was dang. That's they they didn't we don't we don't see the moment where Luke and Ahsoka actually meet. I have to imagine we'll see that at some point because that's that's yeah. gonna be the real tearjerker when like Luke tells Ahsoka like Anakin came back at the yeah. end. That's yeah. gonna be the real te- tearjerker, but this is obviously pulling on the heartstrings too. Oh man, this definitely whet my whistle. <laughs> yes. Um it just got me. I was like, "Man, how can this show get any better?" And it 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 gets it, it gets, gets better. better. It gets better. Yeah. Um, and so we pan over. Then, um, obviously, a sad boy. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's back in his ship. He he's heading to Tatooine. He's heading back to Tatooine. And is this the first time we've seen the twin sons in outer space? Maybe I'm not sure. I it just like it panned over and like. Obviously, Tatooine is in the foreground yeah. while bring the atmosphere. But in we the back, point out that like the camera shots now that Din has a very small cockpit, he, they, oh. have to, they have to have the camera like down below him and like angled up towards his helmet. So yeah, it's like, a lot, like back in the in Top Gun and stuff. Yeah, like back when he had the Razor Crest. Obviously, they had plenty of room. They could put a camera any number of different angles. Yeah. But now it's... it just looks so like uncomfortable yeah. when he's like. <laughs> it's hilarious it's great yeah um but he goes down to tatooine and uh he we go inside uh jabba's palace boba's palace boba's palace and then just he's just like we're buddies i'm just gonna park in his garage he won't yeah. care uh, kind of greets him with some uh, resistance and Din's just like uh fennec shand asked for me and the guard's like oh come on let's go yeah, which I mean, now it makes sense how Black Crescent was able to get in there. Yeah. He was probably like, Fennec Shan sent me. And the yeah. Gamorrean guard was like, all right, cool, go ahead. <laughs> um, really needs to up the security there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, ask for identification or something. Like, have a list of I, like. To be fair, I think the Mandalorian armor was pretty good identification, but. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, and then, so we have Fennec and. Boba and Kersantan and the mods uh-huh. and the Gamorrean guards. And um, Boba still doesn't speak whatsoever. This is all Finnick. Finnick yeah, is and the entire rundown. The, uh, plan. the, the mayor's major Domo is still in the captivity, uh-huh. he's still handcuffed, and yeah. he's still. Um, they say something of like the mayor uh, basically got out of Dodge, and the major yeah. Domo says, What? Technically, it was a planned vacation. Yeah, Major Domo has more lines than Boba Fett. Yeah, and 
they yank the major domo back and Phoenix Shane's just like, you're done. Yeah. And, uh, and so she you're says, done. we're basically, um, we're prepared for an all out war. The mm-hmm. pipes are moving in all around the city and we're just waiting for them to strike. And she says, but now we have muscle with Kersantan and then Din Djarin enters the picture and she says, and Din Djarin. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for that well, scene. Then but- she says, then she says, but we need foot foot soldiers. And Din speaks up. He's like, I think I know where we could get some. And the look on Boba Fett's face, he turns towards him and he's like, Really? Because I had yeah, no, like really, like, I had I no just, I had no freaking clue where we were gonna get him. So I'm glad you like, I was just kind of planning on just flying by the seat of my pants, but this is why I brought you in for the good yeah. ideas. Yeah. And uh and then we see um Din go to uh he flies over the uh the Jawas. Yeah, and they have the skull of the crate yeah. dragon from yep. Mos Pelgo. Uh-huh. And uh and it's like a hood ornament yep. for their sand crawler, except it takes place over the whole <laughs> it it looks actually really sick. It's really and they, cool. They like recognize him somehow. They're like, hey. Yeah, they're like, hey, we helped you with that. Yeah. And yep. uh Den's relationship with like everybody from like episode one and two of Mandalorian uh-huh. is so uh-huh. much better. Like he hated droids, he loves droids. Yeah. And yeah. in episode two, like the Jawas stripped him of everything, like broke mm-hmm. his ship, and then yeah. they helped build a ship and they're like, yeah. Hey, Ashuga, Ashuga, Ashuga. Yep. Um, and so Din flies into Mos Pelgo and he's greeted he, uh, by the deputy, not not Kyle That's Kyle. right. He's, he's greeted, greeted by, by the deputy, uh and the deputy looks at him and he says, Hey, if you're gonna park your star cruiser, it's gotta be out there in the flats and yeah. Den yeah. looks at him and he says, uh, I'm looking looking for Cobb Vance. And he says, uh, did you not hear me? And Den looks at him and he says, I heard you. I'm looking for Cobb Vance. <laughs> and like this deputy, you can tell, was like day one, day two on the job. Yeah. He's yeah. just like a hard ass and just like, hey, he, he look here. He watches a bunch of uh, westerns and he's like, this is the attitude I'm coming into this job with. Yeah. And Den's like, I look. <laughs> yeah. I thankfully, can Cobb Vance steps out. And... I can murk you right now, and your boss would be like, that was probably a good idea. Yeah. So just – and then Cobb Vance says, I'll take it from here. Yeah. And the deputy just gives Den the biggest side eye for, like, his walk away. It was hilarious. Uh-huh. And Cobb, he's like, is that a Naboo Star Cruiser? Is that an N1? And Yeah. <laughs> and Den's like, well, it started off like that. Yeah. And uh, There was actually a really funny meme – that I saw it was that scene mm-hmm. and uh it <laughs> it was Cobb Van saying is that the book of Boba Fett and then Dan Barnes <laughs> said it started off like that that's great that's um and uh so Dan asked Cobb he says I'm here to ask a favor can I buy you a drink mm-hmm. and so they go in the same cantina and uh they're sitting down and uh he says look I love the people of Moss Pelgo and I know they're good fighters. And uh, the bartender says, free town. Then <laughs> just like looks around like, what the heck? And Cobb Van said, yeah, we renamed Mos Pelgo Freetown. And then Den responds, he's like, well, I fought with the people of Freetown. Yeah. And I know they're good fighters. <laughs> and he's like, I would really appreciate like your help. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically Cobb Van says, 
I don't know, man. Like, it's peaceful here since the dragons left. Like, mm-hmm. nobody... He says, we're square. Like, you got yeah. the armor. And that's yeah. when Din responds. He's like, look, it's not easy to ask for a favor. Which is like a humanizing moment for Din that if you told me about in season one of Mandalorian, I would have never thought we would see something like that. Yeah, because, I mean, in real life, like, how hard is it to ask for a favor? Right, yeah. For somebody. Like, if for some reason you and your wife, like, needed financial help, <clears throat> like, you know I wouldn't care at all to help you, but it would still well, be... Well, now that you mention it, I mean... Well, no, no, <laughs> not, no, no, that's... I didn't say I would agree to it. I was oh. just saying on your end how hard it would be to... Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so... Then, uh, does then just leave him? He like says, well, well, that's when, uh, Cobb Vance responds. He's like, look, times are tough around here, but I'll see what I can do. Yeah. And then says, I appreciate it. Yeah. And then um, does leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then Den leaves and then we get a scene of, uh, is it the Pike scene then at the sanctuary? No, we're that's later. This is this goes right into it. This goes right into it. Okay, okay. Right so this but goes before before we get there. Someone new paid for some ad space this week. Uh oh, here we go. I always yeah. love it when new people get some ad space. Yeah. Hey, Feloni, I cannot believe you brought that blue-skinned, red-eyed bounty hunter into this new universe without even asking me. Hondo equals money. I cannot believe you betrayed me. I am so proud. Every time I'm ignored, Dave, Hondo Onaka survives. Believe me, Feloni, staging a rescue is not an inexpensive proposition. So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue and not just begging for more screen time? You're welcome! Ah! The thanklessness! What an accusation! I am gone, I will send you my bill! You heard that right, folks. We got the Dave Filoni to purchase some ad space. And, uh, well, Hondo Hondo is very grateful. But, yeah. Hondo is very grateful. Yeah, for Um, sure. But, yeah, that's, that's what happens next. We, uh, we uh we go outside. Yeah, Cobb Vance. Uh, he tells Din by Din flies away. He looks off into the desert, and all we see is like a very foggy, sandy, like shadowy figure. And Cobb tells everyone they need to get inside, and uh, yeah, can take it from there. Yeah. So uh, from the desert comes a stranger. Yeah. And uh, this this figure, it's shot beautifully. You just kind of can make out a silhouette between the haziness of the Tatooine heat and the suns, mm-hmm. the heat waves. And he, he's slowly walking and Cobb Vance says like mask who you are or who go. It's very Western. It is I mean, very Western. About he was still a good two football fields away, a shadowy figure with a flat brimmed cowboy hat. We started to know who we were seeing. Yeah, you you started to get more excited. You're like, okay, okay, I, I see yeah. the hat. Okay, I see the oh, jacket. 
I see. Okay. Is this happening? Is this happening? And then it slowly pans up and you see these two mechanical cheeks and a blue chin Mm -hmm. and the stranger from the desert Mm -hmm. raises his head and says, you might want to watch where you stick your when you stick your nose where it doesn't belong or something like that and we get the live action debut of cad vane he basically he comes and tells him like we will match what boba fett is offering all you have to do is not move we'll pay you to literally not involve yourself and cobb vanth is like a pretty stand-up guy so he starts talking some shit. He's like, basically, who are you? Might have had some technical issues there. I don't know where. What was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, Cobb Vanth responding to Cad Bane of, you know, who are you to tell me what to do with my business? Yeah, and that's Cad Bane looks at him after that, and he says, uh, you shouldn't have gotten rid of your armor. And he pulls his jacket back to reveal that pistol that we've seen. <sighs> so many times that beautiful pistol that we see and we see the the hard-ass deputy from the beginning of the yeah. uh when din shows up he kind of you know walks outside and you know mm-hmm. he's getting you know stance up and whatnot yeah and then there's the old-fashioned western standoff where everyone's got you know their fingers just like well dangling. If you just look at if you just look at cad and Cobb Vance, they're like they're ready to go if they need to but they might not actually draw on each other. There's, they're still thinking about talking it through, maybe. But then you look at the deputy and his fingers. Are, he's just like he's having a stroke or something. Like his, his like, like his hand is on his hip. His hands on his holster. He says, "Let me know, boss. I'll grab him." This guy is gonna draw his weapon. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, and so uh, there's like your friend asked the question, like, "How does Cobb Vance just get trashed and wrecked so quick, so easily?" It's because Cad Bane is reacting to the deputy's movement to draw. He's not react like Cobb Vanth is also caught off guard by his buddy drawing his weapon. Yeah, so Cad, Cad Bane, Bane is, ready, is uh, Cad Bane is ready for either guy to move. He's, he's like, hey, draw. if one of you shoots, both of you are gone. So obviously, Cad, knowing Cobb Vanth is the real threat, he just pulls on him. He fires one time to drop him, and then he fires a good six or seven rounds into the deputy yeah and uh and so yeah that's what happens um so it's, the deputy's it's definitely dead uh the, 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 could be alive like everyone rushed to him to try to get him medical attention no one rushed to the deputy they were like ah. no no <laughs> um yeah someone like actually said we need a doctor over here yeah um so i i'm thinking Cobb vanth is still alive mm-hmm. um I don't know if we'll get him in the next episode. Yeah. But I don't think we've seen the last of Cobb Vanth. But, hey, if we did, man, you went out like a boss. Yeah. On on a standoff with Cad Bane. No other way to go. Um, yeah. And let's talk about uh, – I saw a few people had issues with it. Um, I didn't personally have any issues with it. Um, what, what are your thoughts on Cad Bane's look now that we got him in live action? I don't think you could have expected better. Like, okay, yeah, that's that's what I was like complaining about the shade of blue. If you take like take Count Dooku from live at, from Clone Wars, yeah, yeah, and you put him into an actual person, he looks like totally stupid. You can't. It's a stylized 
cartoon show with like very straight edges. You can't yeah put the exact look into live action. I think I really enjoyed what they did with it. Yeah, I think it looks great. The other big complaint I heard was that like his face, like his nose was not narrow enough. Uh-huh. But I just kind of chalk that up to like the practical effects of like the makeup department because like I know they changed Ahsoka's like tendrils from her like headdress. Yeah. It's like technically if we're going off of her rebels look, they should be like down near like past right. her waist. But then but, literally Rosario Dawson would break her neck trying to hold Yeah, her. you you can't you can't have that and like when we get her in action scenes like that's impossible. Yeah. And they're dedicated to having the practical effects. So I had no issue with, I didn't know if you did or not. I didn't think I really, I really liked it. I thought it as I was just glad they got the voice nailed down. That's all I was concerned about. Cause it was the same voice actor. So yeah, the mechanical raspy voice was back. The red beady, man, he was scary looking. Yeah, definitely. Like, cause I didn't really think he was scary looking in animation form, but I I believe looking in. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe this is the first time we see a Duros in live action, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think or so. this up close, anyway. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Cad Bane uh, just turns around and walks away. Um. He so he basically we're... announces he announces to Moss Pelgo like the sanctuary runs Tatooine now. If you all leave yourselves out of it, uh, we'll leave you alone. Like the spice keeps flo- as long as yeah. the spice keeps flowing, you'll all be fine, basically. Yeah. So here's my theory for this for this okay. part. Um, I'm thinking Cad Bane killed the Tuscans. Okay, you think like that's been a while now. You think he's been around for that? While? I I think he's been around with the Pike Syndicate. I think he's been with the Pike Syndicate the whole time. My theory is the Pike Syndicate isn't the real bad guy here. You still don't think so? I still think. Crimson you still think Dawn. Crimson Dawn could I'm be still the thinking Crimson Dawn? I don't think the Pikes. I don't. We're not getting a conclusion in the finale. We're getting this is all setting up the real bad guy. I think. Okay, I got you. Do you think we'll see Crimson Dawn in the finale next week? If we don't see them, we will at least they will. Someone will mention them by name. Like we will know they're the big bad behind yes. all this. Exactly. Okay. Like maybe they don't want to show us Kira. Maybe they they already have yeah. a lot going on, but they do want to set that up. I just think the only reason I don't I think the Pike Syndicate are the big bad is like there's no time left to mm-hmm. unless like they are gonna go full uh, on season two of Book of Boba Fett. I um which have to, we've seen the last two episodes. This doesn't have to be solved in Right. The book above right. Um, and especially what the Pikes did at the end of this episode. Yeah. I think that kind of like cemented them as like, mm-hmm. they're the big bad for now. Like maybe we'll find out later that they're working with Crimson Dawn, but yeah, I think for now the Pikes indicate it's not like a red herring. I think the Pikes indicate is. If you would pay attention to what Cad says, he doesn't say the Pike Syndicate. He, he just says the syndicate. Specifically, just says the Syndicate. Okay. Okay. He never mentions the Pikes. That would make sense then. But I still think I still think Cad. Mm-hmm. I still think Cad was responsible for the Tuscans' death. 
Okay. And I, I think um, because he still hates Boba. Yeah. He still has a rivalry with Boba. And I, I think he set it up to make it look like the Nitco bikers did that. And I kind of had an, if you remember, I kind of had an issue with that. Yeah. I was like, these are just, this is just like random biker gang. Well, was it it Fennec or someone else when Boba told them what happened to the Tuscans? They were like, what? There's no way the biker gang could have done that to the Tuscans. It was Fennec when, uh, when they first met. Yeah. Yeah. It was, she was like, there's no way the biker gang, like no way. So I'm thinking that it was Cad Bane all along and then Boba will find out in the finale it was Cad Bane who killed all the Tuscan Raiders. It was Cad Bane all along. Um, I know they come here for my singing voice, so I try to deliver whenever I can. That's fair. Yeah. Um, and then I think next week um, we'll have the, uh, I guess, the conclusion of their original duel between yeah. Cad Bane and Boba Fett. And uh, we get a flash. Like we never got it in the Clone Wars. It was one of those unreleased episodes where I know I Cad hope Bane dents Boba's helmet. Uh, could we get like a little flash? I feel like there's too much to do. Yeah. I think there's time. too much that needs to be resolved for yeah. another flashback. Um, I just think that like, I think Dave is banking on everybody realizing mm-hmm. like, okay, this is going to be like yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, then we, uh, we flash to the sanctuary mm-hmm. where, um, Garza Whip is Max Rebo and the boys. Yeah. Um, pikes. we see a couple of pikes. Yeah. A couple of pikes, you know, they have what they've been carrying their cash in. Yeah. Um, and so they give one, they have two like containers of cash. They give yeah. one to the, uh, to the workers and then they sit down at a you know guest table and set mm-hmm. the other one down and the workers say hey would you like us to clean your helmets you know yeah wink wink and they just shake their heads no mm-hmm. and uh garza flip kind of like she realizes something is up <laughs> and she yeah she just like looks out and she's kind of walking toward the entrance and then she looks back and then bang, a huge explosion um, just takes out the whole sanctuary. We don't see any bodies. Um, yeah, all we see, we see a shot from the outside looking at the Yeah, yeah it cuts to the outside and then all the windows break out. And yeah, it, it was kind of disturbing, uh-huh. really, to, to see it. Um, yeah. Because you're like, well, this was a terrorist act. Right. Like, this, this happens in other countries in real life. Like... Mm-hmm. This is kind of scary. Yeah. And uh, and there's no like music or anything that happens with it, which I think mm-hmm. made it more eerie. You just hear the explosion and like the fire crackling. Right. And uh, but yeah, you don't see any bodies. I really hope Garza Whip and my boy Max Rebo are still alive. I don't see how that's possible. Yeah, I don't even especially because she was actively walking towards the entrance where we saw all the yeah. flames. Yeah. Um, but even though it was like very shocking and mm-hmm. uh, kind of terrifying to see this might sound weird, but I, I'm glad this happened for the sake of the storyline of the book of Boba Fett. Cause it was actually pertaining to the book of Boba Fett. 
Well, not only that, but like the whole time they're talking about this big war is happening. And I'm yeah. like, I don't see a big war happening because the Pikes are just delivering spice. Like I right. never viewed the Pikes as a threat. Right. Um, up until this point. And then that made me be like, okay, these guys are serious. Like mm-hmm. a war is coming. So yeah. I, I am glad they included that scene because that got me more on board with this whole war that's happening. Yeah. Um, and like, it made me want to see the Pikes get their ass kicked next week <laughs> because like before I was like, they're just like running spice. Like, yeah, yeah that's, that's not cool. But like, we didn't see them murder the Tuscans. Like mm-hmm. we didn't see any violent tendencies from them so far. Yeah. But I mean, they're just coming in and doing this terrorist act and I'm like, okay. So now I, now I'm taking them a lot more seriously and like, right. Boba Fett could be in danger now. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the biggest thing. I was like, I don't see them as a threat toward like Boba Fett and like Black Kersantan. Like I viewed the Huts as more of a threat. Yeah. But I'm like, man, Boba Fett and Black Kersantan could just take <sighs> these guys out like no issue. Mm-hmm. Because Boba Fett and the Tuscans took them out like no issue. Yeah. Um, But now that they did this, I'm like, all right, these guys probably aren't something you really want to mess with. That's and another like, reason I this was still they just dropped a bomb and left. Like the yeah. fact that they did take them out so easily with the Tuscans and Boba is another reason I'm thinking there's no way that this is like the Pikes or the end game here. I got you. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Like, like just because like, they let drop this bomb now, it doesn't make them something. Well, something and like the bombs or... could be like sent from Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Like the pikes could literally just be the mules for this whole operation mm-hmm. and just being used. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I think I'm hopping more on board with that theory. Yeah, I'm, um, I, I'm saying Crimson Dawn. It could be any any number of other things. I just think there's a bigger villain that they're setting up. I agree. I I do agree because I think the pikes are kind of a weak antagonist if it is just them especially when they take their helmets off i mean come on yeah they're still pretty cute i mean (laughs) need to make them i i'm glad they left the helmets on yeah when the bomb exploded because i would have been really sad for them yeah but and so yeah we just leave that scene just with no score no music just the fire crackling and it's pretty ominous it's very like deep and you're like oh dang um and then we get to the last scene Mm -hmm. one of the most talked about scenes and keep in mind when you're watching this in real time your mind just keeps getting blown and blown and blown and blown so we see luke and grogu sitting um inside the temple and they're sitting across from each other and in between them is um a cloth with a box in front a box and then grogu's gift from Mm dim and so luke opens up the box yeah and he says this is a lightsaber from a great friend of mine named master yoda and i have no idea how we got it but i'm really glad we got to see it again um i was Honestly, at first, I was a little disappointed 
Yeah. I got to be honest, because I thought it was going to be like Grogu's own lightsaber oh. from that from that poster. Yeah, I yeah. thought Luke was going to like bring it out, but when I realized it was Yoda's lightsaber, it's like, oh, okay, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And he talks about what it means to be a Jedi Knight, and then he tells Grogu, "Your friend, the Mandalorian." came by and he wanted you to have this Mm -hmm. and he said but jedi can have no attachments and your training is going to take a very long time Mm -hmm. and he said you may never see the mandalorian again because years for you are much longer for other people yeah and oh that freaking killed me and he said i'm going to give you the choice Mm -hmm. you can take up your lightsaber and following the path first, of be my first student, be my first student and become a Jedi Knight. Or you can take your gift from the Mandalorian and, and go back yeah. with him. Yeah. Return to him. And we see Grogu just like looking at both looking up at Luke. And then that's how the episode ends. Yep. So here's my theory on this. Okay. Okay. First, I was like, Luke's a massive asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't pull this crap, Luke. Like, you have friends. Like, you have Han and Leia. Like, you have, like, connections. Yeah. Like, you have relationships. You just can't be like, yeah, sorry. Like, your whole life is me, pal. To be fair, that was five years ago. Right, right, so right. Maybe he has, like, cut those connections off a bit. We did not see them, and we do not know what they're doing at this time. So, it is possible. Mm-hmm. But then I'm thinking that still kind of seems out of character for Luke. Okay. Like, cause like he was a hard ass in episode six, but like he still wasn't like a complete, like Mace Windu hard ass of like, it's the Jedi or death. Like, but he hadn't, the only Jedi training he had had was a very brief period with Yoda where Yoda does try to hammer home this message of like you can't form these attachments. He tells him not to go rescue. No, go help everyone. Han. Like a, yeah. But then Luke just ignores it, obviously. But now right. he's had five years with like the Jedi texts and probably right. talking to some Force ghosts. And... Exactly. But here's my thing. I think it's a test. Okay. So I think if. I think if Grogu chooses Din, mm-hmm. like the gift from Din, I yeah. think Luke would legitimately be like, okay, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like you can go back with him. Like you won't be a Jedi. Yeah. Fine. But I think if he chooses a lightsaber, Luke will be like, okay, you can handle attachments. Yeah. Like you can you can handle relationships because I can still tell your bond with him is super strong, but you're still willing to choose the path of the Jedi, uh-huh. man, you are ready to be a Jedi because that's what I love so much about Luke and Ahsoka is like they adhere to the Jedi code on like another level than like Obi-Wan or like Mace Windu would. Okay. So I don't think it's a test. You don't think it's a test. You think it's it's face value. Exactly what Luke said is exactly true. Few reasons. We see Luke in the flashbacks of like the last Jedi uh, 
he has to make mistakes to a point where he actually thinks about murdering Ben Solo. Like he okay. has to get to a point as a Jedi master, as a trainer. We see him in episode eight. He's a much different person than he would have been in those flashbacks to actually follow through with igniting his saber. Even if he didn't kill Ben Solo, he wasn't actually going to do it. He thought about it. for. He was time. going to. He was close. He was over his bed, over his yeah. sleeping body with his lightsaber. Number two, it is canon information that Ben Solo is the first student of Luke Skywalker's Jedi Academy. It's from the comics, I believe. It is canon that Ben Solo is the first student. Okay. I'm going to have a counterpoint to your to that canonosity thing. Okay. I don't know how tightly they hold a common can to comic canon. Okay. Theor like from movies and stuff maybe not, but Dave Filoni's running this now, and I really think Well, the only reason I say that is mm -hmm. because in the Darth Vader comics mm -hmm. under Marvel. Yeah. Um, we see them, I forget the Emperor's main guy, like uh -huh. with the blue and like the horns coming out. Yeah. We see him like collecting lightsabers at the Jedi Temple. And then like he makes a point to hold up Yoda's lightsaber. Yes. But and, and he throws it and destroys it. But I think this is a second saber that Yoda built on Dagobah. Okay, that could be true. That could I be true. I think this is the same lightsaber. Like Yoda okay. had a lot of time to just chill on Dagobah. That's he, true. He didn't That's know true. when the Empire might come find him, so he probably wanted protection. some protection. Yeah, but I, I do think it's a test, and this is where it starts to get of the realm of probably not going to happen. But in my head canon, this is where it's going to lead to. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm thinking Grogu is going to become the second ever Mandalorian Jedi. I and, and I think and I think the path of that is having formal training mm -hmm. with Luke. Mm -hmm. Because I do think Luke but I also agree with you of saying like we need to see the hubris of Luke that he talks about in episode eight of how he failed. Yeah. So I, I do grant you a really big point with that. Mm -hmm. Um but I'm I'm hoping like he chooses the way of the Jedi and Luke is like, okay, that was a test. Like I'm going to train you, but once you're ready, like you can go and be with Din Djarin. I don't, I don't argue with the outcome of where you're headed. Like, I think we could get to the point where Luke trains Grogu, but I think at this moment in time, Luke is 100% dead serious. This is not a test. And I think Grogu does end up back with Din, but then maybe there's another point where Luke realizes his mistake. Okay. So yeah. do you think do you think Grogu will choose Din? I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think one thing we can both agree on, whether this is a test or face value, we're yeah. definitely getting Din and Grogu reunited again somehow. It might be next week. I'm not ruling anything. Else. No, I know. I know. Like, in my mind, at first I was like, okay, so, like, we'll find out the answer to this in yeah. season three of The Mandalorian. But I'm like, who freaking knows? We could easily find out next week. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting my hopes up for it. Mm -hmm. um, because I really think next week really needs to really focus in on 
the the Pike Syndicate and the War and Boba Fett and everything. Yeah. yeah. And I know last week I said like what we got in episode uh, was it six? Mm-hmm. Um, this was, week was six. This week. Was okay, six. so what we got in episode five was great, but like I didn't like it because it had nothing to do with book of boba fett i don't even care anymore man it's great just if you're going to crank out episodes like this every week Mm -hmm. i don't even care as long as the finale gives like some sort of closure to the book of boba fett Mm -hmm. i'm cool i'm cool with it um but so yeah that's that's how the episode ended we see grogu contemplating his decision um i don't know if they're saving that for ahsoka mandalorian season three Book of Boba Fett season finale next week. There was a rumored show called Tales of the Jedi that could just very well be Luke and Grogu. Like, yeah, who knows? This training and who knows what can happen now that this deep fake technology is what it is. I mean, heck, we could easily get Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher like join with Boba next week and help. Probably not Harrison. I I think it's more likely we would see. uh, the actor from solo yeah yeah i do but i mean heck who freaking knows yeah who knows um i did like him though um Mm -hmm. the biggest uh okay so i guess we can go into like speculation about next week's episode yeah who do you think is the biggest if there is one but Mm -hmm. i'm gonna assume there is the biggest cameo or surprise we'll see next week i don't They've given us so many this week. I don't. Maybe Bosk. Okay. Or maybe Kira. I'm going to go with. I want to say one person, but if we get this one person, I think we will have to get another. Okay. Um. I would like to just see Chewie. Okay. Um, but I think if we get Chewie, we're definitely going to get Han. Yeah. Um. And the only reason for that is, like, I can see Kersantin being, like, I've got some, like, foot soldiers or, like, something. And, like, he calls in, like, his old Wookiee buddy, Chewie, Ah. even though they weren't really buddies. But Kersantin's kind of a good guy now, so I don't know. Uh, Um, I think he's still, like, they paid him. He's still just a bounty hunter. Yeah, that's true. Um, And then, but I would really like to see the interaction between Boba and Han. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, Han would still be pretty pissed off. Yeah. I would assume. And the Boba's like, look, man. You of all people have to understand. You would do whatever it is for yeah. insane amounts of money. Oh, yeah. Like, no hard feelings. Um, But I'm not. I'm maybe, like, 40, 45% confident we'll get Chewie. Mm-hmm. Um, and or Han. Yeah. Um. I think for sure we'll get like Tuscans as like more foot soldiers. Oh, you think so? I think that would be really cool if like, because we see Den like interact with, um, he kind of bridged the gap between the people of Mos Pelgo and the Tuscans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he can like communicate with them through their sign language. So mm-hmm. I can see, um, like maybe Cobb Vance bringing like, He's like, look, I couldn't get the people in Mos Pelgo, but I could grab some other foot soldiers for you. And 
we just see like a single line of like 10 or 15 banthas with like Tuscans on them or something. Yeah. Um, I think that would be pretty cool, but I do agree. I don't see the conflict necessarily being resolved next week. Yeah. I see it. Uh, I see it being like a cliffhanger and not enough time. I feel like I definitely do think we're getting Bob on a rancor. Oh, there's no, they, they had that line in there, but it's not, it deserved more time to set it up, but like, it's going to happen now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to get Boba on a Rancor, and okay, so here's my thing. This is nothing to do with Book of Boba Fett. This uh-huh. is, again, going with Mandalorian Season 3, or whatever. Yeah. What if in the Minds of Moria... Minds of Moria. Gosh dang. Minds of Mandalore. Um... In my mind, they look exactly like the Minds of Moria, too. We got mithril armor in this episode. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. In the Minds of Moria, the crossover we never knew we needed. Yeah. Um, What if down there is, like, a mythosaur and, like, Mm -hmm. Din Djarin, like, tames it? And then we see Din riding the mythosaur again as he takes control over Mandalore with the Darksaber. Oh, that's not that deserves a whole season no that's that's what i mean i mean like that's going to happen in like mandalorian season three that has nothing to do with book of boba fett but it would be so cool to see dan on a mythosaur and boba yeah. on the rancor together mm-hmm. um again after the past couple of weeks not entirely impossible that's like a scene in that big crossover show it's yeah like, yeah it's yeah. like them against thrawn and his army and they're like that's Riding. like cap lifting up Mjolnir type of yeah, scene. It is. Yeah. Um, and then I saw some people speculating Mace Windu next week. I saw the speculation. I didn't even want to bring it up because it's like if it does happen, I don't even want to talk about it. I just if it happened, I would just like this week. I'm so glad I did not hear about Cad Bane. Yeah. Like, I th- there's no way that they're just going to bring in. With one episode of Bill, there's no way. Like, this would have. It wouldn't be a thing where he comes in as this main character for the whole episode. It would be a thing of like, the very end, they're really good at just. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. What do you think the last shot of Book of Boba Fett season one is going to be? If I were just predicting, then. uh... Now, here, before you say anything, let me recap. Okay. Ending shot of Mandalorian season one was Moff getting emerging with the dark saber. Yeah. Ending shot of Mandalorian season two was Den without his helmet off saying goodbye to Grogu as Grogu gets swept away by Luke freaking Skywalker. I think they do have this battle with the Pikes next week. Uh, they win. They think they're victorious. And then this ship starts descending down and lands on Tatooine after like our good guys have cleared out like they won't see this ship necessarily I got you this is like hours later or whatever so this ship descends down and it is it's Maul's ship it's Darth Maul's ship the ramp lowers itself and Kira starts walking down with her lightsaber Uh, is it like Maul's lightsaber no it's her own like 
Okay. Okay. It's canon that Maul trained her to wield a right. lightsaber. Like she had battles. She had a lightsaber battle against Darth Vader and like held her own for a little bit. Okay. She doesn't use the force, but she's very highly skilled with a lightsaber. So I do think it's just going to be them like setting her up as like the actual villain. Maybe it's her like, maybe it's Cad Bane waiting to hear like what the next move is now that this happened, now that they lost this one battle and it's her descending and just walking down the ramp. That'd be really freaking cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hope it's yours because mine is probably a more, I don't know if it's more realistic, but it's more of like a bummer, like okay. not as hype ending. Yeah. Um, but I can't say more realistic because again, the past two weeks haven't been realistic at all. Yeah, have yeah, not yeah. been in the realm of reality. Mine might not be out there enough. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of thinking like they're going to win, mm -hmm. you know, defeat the Pikes or whatever. Um, and then as a, like Boba Fett ends up defeating Cad Bane yeah. or whatever, we see the ending of Boba saying goodbye to Den and Cobb Vanth. They all go their separate ways. Mm -hmm. um, maybe Cobb Vanth impresses and we see like one of the new Republic Rangers Okay. Kind of like recruit him. Yeah. Um, for like the Rangers of the New Republic show, if that's still happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we see Din's like ending, I guess, kind of like a Lord of the Rings style ending where you uh -huh. see like an ending for each like okay. yeah. big character. Um, so Cobb Vance would be like being like recruited by like the Rangers of the New Republic. Din Jaren, maybe we see him like going to meet Bo-Katan yeah. or meeting up with like Bo-Katan's group of Mandalorians because he got kicked out mm -hmm. and he's like, look, I know you're mad at me, but I have a hunch. There's something in Mandalore. Let's yeah. go get it. Yeah. Um, and then Boba's ending again, kind of lame, <laughs> but like, I can see him like kind of killing the mayor oh. or like, or the mayor might die in the battle yeah. or something. And then Boba finally wins like the public opinion of Moss Eisley yeah. and Tatooine. And he becomes the Moss former Espa. Moss Espa and he becomes the former mayor of Moss Espa. I think whatever happens at the end, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of stories that need tied up and we aren't going to quite know, like even we won't even know what show they're going to continue on. Yeah. Yeah. So I think after the credits, we get something similar to the end of Mando season two, where we get like, we had no clue the book of Boba Fett was a thing. So I think it'll be like a, like almost like a Marvel movie where it will be like, this will continue in. I got you. Like maybe we see a scene of like Mandalorian season three. Maybe it says like the cop Vanth or whatever. Die. Yeah. Maybe it'll just tell us what show this actually continues in. That would be really, I can see them doing that. Just like each show like bleeds into the next. Yeah. Um, you know what I actually hope we get in the post credit scene, which I don't think we're going to get what, because I think we're going to get it during the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I really hope we get the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer for the post credit scene, but Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm holding out hope we get it during the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is more likely, but 
you never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope your ending happens because it would be more hyped than I just, I feel greedy even predicting it, but then no, I don't, I don't think that's greedy at all. After this week, I feel we like got Luke held back a little. We bit. got Luke training Grogu, and then Ahsoka and Luke k- talking about their father and being a great family friend. Yeah, like there yeah. is, um, but yeah, I can just kind of see like old Grandpa Boba Fett being like, "Well, I told you you would get jobs, so how uh-huh. about you work with me at the old mayor's office or uh-huh. something like that?" Um, something like. As lame as his story begins, we end it. Yeah, like, I mean, but it could land on a huge cliffhanger, but I think what I predicted and what you predicted, it's probably going to be something along those, either one of those lines. What you're predicting is like a major letdown, which I feel like if we do get closure, then that's the only way that it's going to happen is with a major letdown because there's just not enough time. Unless they literally make this, a two-hour episode, like a movie. I feel like it's going to at least be like 70 minutes. It has to be. Because the other episodes have been... 45, 50. Yeah, and that was the biggest knock on Mando was all these episodes were 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. And so I'm glad they did change that with the Book of Boba Fett because Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's affected my viewing at all. Right, I agree. I'm just like, this is great. Yeah. Um, there was one week that was like 30 that was it yeah and that was probably the weakest episode yeah with like the speeder bike chase right chase um but yeah i really don't have anything else to add this past episode freaking blew me away Mm -hmm. i know i said last week was like five out of five dark sabers um I, i i think this week this past week topped it I think I said last week, like, I don't ever want to rate something five out of five, but yeah, five five out of five. Yeah. Dave Filoni, again, avid listener of Banter on Bestman. He said, challenge accepted sheets. I can't imagine. I I could literally brainstorm myself, my perfect, just personal Star Wars storyline, and it would only tie this. it, It was literally like a fan fiction come to life. Yeah. Like those fan fictions you watch on YouTube or like mm-hmm. read, and it's like, okay, this is getting way out of hand. Like, right. I don't even want to watch this because this isn't even going to happen. Yeah. But it happened. Yes. And it was unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, so one last question for you. Okay. Before we wrap it up here. Next week, Book of Boba Fett season finale. I don't know if it's series finale. I'm going to go with season finale. Yeah. Um, Boba Fett alive or dead at the end? Hmm. Dead. Okay. I'm going to go with alive. Just to kind of go with my ending because I, sadly, I do think that's what's going to happen, but I could be wrong. I, I feel like the only way to wrap up his storyline at this point in a way that I care is if he's dead. That makes sense. I can totally see where you're coming from. If they did, if they do anything else that I can currently think of, I just think I won't be excited about the future of Boba Fett. Right. So right. that's just my opinion. If anything, 
this raised our hype level for Ahsoka and Mandalorian season three tenfold. I didn't think it needed raised, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, well, do you have anything else, man, before we head out of here? Uh, no, this podcast is already like an hour longer than the actual episode. So it is, but I feel like we could probably go for an hour more. I honestly, yeah. Yeah. There's just so much. Um, yep. yeah, guys, if you haven't seen this yet, um, which I don't know why you would be listening to banter on Bespin, but not watch. I don't know why you would be at the end after all the spoiler discussion either, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it was good. Go check it out. We if would you've only seen it. this once. Uh, go watch it a few more times. Honestly. Yeah, definitely. Because I know I was distracted just by being gobsmacked that I had to go back and listen to more pieces of dialogue. And yeah. obviously I was still confused and lost yep. because I was just so amazed at what was happening on screen. Yeah, but well, guys, thanks for joining us this week. And next week will be the very special Book of Boba Fett season finale review. That's right. So I'm gonna we'll say to... I'm gonna call it also the banter on Bespin season finale. I can label seasons on Spotify, and I'm gonna say that it's also our season finale. Okay, well let's yeah. let's wrap it up with a bang then. Exactly. Hopefully. Hopefully. Not a literal bang like at the sanctuary with Garza Whip. That would right, be right. Yeah, rip. Um, but yeah, and I did want to apologize, guys. It was coming to you a day late. We had a massive ice storm mm-hmm. last night, and uh, my internet was out um, for about eighteen hours, so it kicked on earlier today. So yeah. that's why it was delayed. Again, my fault. Yeah, you. All the episodes the delayed were my fault. Yeah. Um, but. Well, with that being said, guys, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you.